Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale Lippin in here. Well, I, don't, I can't even say in here because I'm actually sitting outside. Uh, but we're in the lobby. We're in the we're in the show. We're in the the, the YouTube, the interwebs with none other uh, than the best damn bro host that I could hope for, Trey Van Buskirk. What's up, dude? I, I I feel like seldom do I ever see you this happy. You called me earlier and yep. you're like, dude, we got to we got to FaceTime. I got to see my audio connection here and. The smile on your face. I didn't even say like anything cool that you would smile, but you looked like, I mean, you were, you were definitely all red and flush. So clearly you haven't been in the sun in a while. You look, you kind of looked like a Santa Claus that did a 5k. He was flushed and uh, very red, but he was very happy that he completed the 5k. Nothing makes me happier than not working. Like, like being on vacation is a unique level of happiness for me because I, I mean, I've said this to you before, I, I strongly, I hold a very strong disdain in my heart for, uh, the, the tax system of this country, um, that, that are, that are, are, you know, I, I, if I could go back in time, like when you say like, Hey, you want to go back in time? I do want to go back in time. And I would punch FDR in the face. Mm. I'd punch, I'd mm. punch him in the face. Welfare, social security, income tax dead to me dead to me so i I carry and harbor quite a bit of resentment most days that i work knowing full well that uh what i work for gets taken from me through the idea of tax and then i go to the gas station and i've got to pay more tax and then if i were to somehow scrape ahead i've got to pay capital gains tax and then the money that i am making that i'm paying taxes on then gets to go to people that don't work that don't contribute to the tax cycle. And then everything in the grocery store is between 17 and 35% more expensive, even though the Fed says that it's only up 8.6%. So it's very strange to me how everything <laughs> in my life costs me money no matter how much hard, how much harder I work. The only thing that doesn't cost me money um, is this feeling that I get when I'm on vacation. So I'm sitting at the beach right now. Um, I can see ships passing. Um, there's just... You can probably hear the waves. I, I am extremely happy, so thank you for noticing. Well, I think also your your hard your earnest cash. Uh, you were yeah. allocating that to high noons. I saw earlier today. You were drinking high noons at ten a.m. Pacific time. Correct, correct. Yeah, I'm not good with time zones, so I just figured that median average nooner. You know what I mean? Like noonish. Just get after it. 
Yeah, I, I just I didn't take you for a, a dude that drinks what thirteen year old girls drinks, but you know that's that's a discussion for another day. Well, hundred percent. But here's the thing, right? Is that we this is day three here, and <laughs> the first two days I've been pounding beer, and to be honest with you, I got I'm like I'm my body is kind of like beard out. You know what I mean? Like I get that. I get that. At a certain at a certain point, you're like, oh man, and. The other thing is, too, is like I'm the only person in the house here. My wife and I, we're here with a bunch of family. We're like the only craft beer drinkers. Ooh. So everybody else is like slamming Coors and Bush and, and stuff like that. So like, you know, drinking 8, 9, 12% beers in the sun for two days straight, you know, high noons are okay, buddy. You know, it's just, that's my water at this point. Dude, with the, with those craft beers, are you just coming downstairs in the Airbnb, like pinkies up with a robe on and looking at these bush light drinkers and saying, you peasants, you peasants. <laughs> no, what's, what's actually really funny is like, so my mom's here and um, we have a local brewery, Charles, called Edmonds Oast. Too, and I, I've, I've sung their praises to you before, but they're throughout the Southeast and they had the grocery store here had a bunch of their beers. So... I bought one that was a 9% and the wife and I were drinking them last night. And I was like, mom, come try this beer. You know, and sh- anything over 4% is not it for her. And this is a, a 9%er. And she took yeah. a sip and she was like, oh my God. I was like, I poisoned her, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, what you should have done, like what I'm doing tonight, I'm obviously our unofficially sponsored tequila margarita, OG drink of Cutwater. Uh, still yeah. are not sponsored. One day will be. Dale, I will only drink stuff that I am not sponsored by. And I will put so much money into this company until we get sponsored that I may go broke. Yeah. I'm upset with Emily. If I'm being honest, Emily, (laughs) email us back. We're name dropping. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I like, I don't want to give her address too. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just, it's just the, you know, I feel like Emily and I are so close to becoming great friends and she just doesn't know it yet. Like if you just give us the chance, like, you know, we, we got one email we sent an email back. We got another email. We sent another email back. And then that was it. We haven't heard anything. So it was just like, you know, let's become best friends. Let's do karate in a garage. Let's yes. slam cut waters. Just email me back. I just, I don't understand it. Like, clearly they want like hot influencers. I'm going to be honest. This ring light I have on my face right now, my teeth look fantastic. I've got the yeah. bosoms. That's, that's because of the craft beer. I feel, I feel like I could be that, Dale. I do. Uh, listen, there is not a person on earth. I, here's the thing is like if we like shaved you and like got like like put some gel in your hair or some pomade and like Dolphin. had you like like holding a surfboard or something like that people right. like that's the aesthetic that companies like that go for I know. like you've I know. got like this wish.com luke rockhold thing going on i mean Thank we you. would definitely <laughs> we would definitely move some cocktails there's no problem there's no doubt about that well, it's just funny how steadfast we are in getting this sponsor because Manscaped reached out to us to I pay us. It. And we I said, no, no, we're holding out. It. We're holding out for Cutwater. I won't do it, man. I won't we're do just, it. We, we're not the most financially smart people. but that's No, here's, we are financially smart. The problem is, is that we signed we signed like non-compete agreements with Manscaped last time we, we – uh, did ad reads for them because they said they were going to use some of our ideas for commercials right? and then never, never follow through on anything they said they were going to do. So I know that they use like a third party marketing system. Like it's not directly with them, 
like they went through somebody to reach out to us but all the same um you know i don't know something some old-timey phrase about keeping your promises insert there so yeah exactly but anyway yeah. uh people that do pay us and that we do love quite dearly you, you and i both you can't really tell but uh, I've got the Allegiance hat on. I see you have the Allegiance hat on as well. Um, big shout out to Roy. You said Roy was sending you the excess hedge t-shirts, right? They have arrived. They have arrived. Yes. We are ready to act as it is, as if it is the 12 days of Christmas here, dude. Good, sir. Let's let's blast these out to the people. Well, we have three that we need to get out. So um, I can't remember. I don't want to say the wrong names, but... Uh, we have three people that we've already awarded shirts to because they helped us out with the Run It Back Boys uh, giveaway. So let's get those shirts out in the mail to them. Uh, and in the meantime, if you guys want to go to allegianceclothing.com and use promo code PUNCH, you can save 15% on everything site-wide while you're waiting for our next shirt to drop um, or the next giveaway for a shirt. Yeah? That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. So um, outside of that, one of the you don't have tonight i'm gonna tell you something so like i said we got 50 people in the house um i got tasked with cooking steak right like yeah ribeyes strip steaks the whole nine yeah and uh one i don't have my trigger so i haven't cooked on propane in a minute so gross gross re- learn, learning how to ride a bike again uh, but then two i cooked steak that wasn't steak lassie meat Oh, disgusting. I, you know what? I felt gross. Did you? I felt gross. Dude, everybody's eating it. And they're like, oh, this is so good. I love this. Oh, man. This, you did a great job on these steaks. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'm like eating it. I'm like, oh, this isn't like this. You, know, you always talk about the peasants thing. This is like the one time where like my wife and I are like eating the steaks. And we're like, this is it. Like, this is good. This isn't good meat. This isn't a classy meat. So, uh, yeah. Stay classy meets promo code fist saving ten percent on the entire thing. It's a dude when you go so long with only eating like freaking like farm to table, no GMO, no hormone, oh, yeah. like happy cows, like cows that were happy right up until they were dead. It's a weird difference to like get like that, that stressed out, um, like super soaked in preservative freaking ribeye. It's a very weird feeling. Yeah. That's weird. Can you actually taste the happiness? Yes. No. Having tasted sad cow today, I now know what happy cow tastes like. Oh man. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Sad yeah. cow. That just that doesn't sound nice. That's no good. That's no bueno. Um, speaking of which, actually, Dale, I I was a sad cow on Saturday. What'd you do? Uh, I I sucked ass at betting. That's what I did. <laughs> it's what I did. Bro, um, MMA betting is so hard. Dude, it's so hard. And you know what's so funny? Just like anything, sometimes I just want to get uh, retargeted on Instagram by certain things. Like I might be into great example. The Masters was on this past weekend, talking about the Masters, talking about Scotty Scheffler. All of a sudden, yeah. Titleist, TaylorMade, Cobra. I'm getting targeted on Instagram like crazy. On Saturday, it was fuck this. How's that happening? That's unbelievable. This sport's rigged. This is stupid. And then now it's you have a gambling problem. You have a gambling problem. UFC, <laughs> UFC. That is how I've been getting retargeted. Um, but I will say everyone was in our boat. There was a lot of things that happened that were not of norm, not things that people could have predicted. There was a lot of things that, to be honest, though, uh, leave me with a lot of frustration. What was your most frustrating thing from last weekend at UFC 273? 
how long the event was. That's a good one. Bro. Bro, like two finishes the entire card. That Bruh. dude, that that card <laughs> took forever. Like, look, I go look. It's one thing. Five round title fights and the whole nine. But for the I mean, I can't watch Korean zombie and, and Alexander Volkanovsky play punch face at one thirty <laughs> in the morning Eastern time and be hyped about it. Like yeah, I just don't I, understand what that. what I have read and and what I saw was a very dominant Alexander Volkanovsky. Now everybody talked about talked about that performance like Jesus showed up at one thirty in the morning and put on a clinic against the zombie, right? Right. Like Jesus defeated the grave yet again when he killed the zombie. That's what I'm reading online. I don't really remember the fight all that much. And it's not because I had too many cut walkers, but it's because it was 1.30 in the morning and I was watching it like with one eye open. Now, normally, you know, after an event, I can't sleep. I'm too hyped up. You and I text till the wee hours in the morning. But right. it took so long to get there. And the adrenaline dump from the Chimaya Burns fight was so huge. And then the anger adrenaline dump from this Peter Yon Aljamain Sterling fight was doubly as large that by the time Volkanovsky walked in the cage, I was just like, I don't give a shit. Folk's going to win. That's it. I don't care. We had lost every bet up until that point. And I was just like, just get it over with. Just, just knock him out Volk. Cause it's the only thing that we can lose money on. And he goes out there and, knocks <laughs> him, and I'm like, and I was like, super, this is great. <laughs> so good. So good. You you touched upon it for a quick second, though. I do want to get your take because I've gone back and forth a couple times, did a little tape study, watched the fight back. Yeah. Walk me through. Do we think that Jan won? Do we think Sterling won? I I stand by. Oh gosh, it's really hard for me because I I'm torn. This is a I'm torn. You're, you're, you see a man divided here. Part of me, I I want. I, part of me wants the idea of the pride Bushido rules where whoever's winning the fight at the end of the time is the winner of the fight. Right. But then the other part of me says you score the fight one round at a time. So in reality, a guy like Aljamain Sterling can win the first three rounds and then get his dick kicked from pillar to post yeah. For the next 10 minutes yeah. and still win the fight. You can end the fight laying face down, prostrate on your hands and knees, getting punched in the face, gasping for air, knowing death is just around the corner if the fight goes on another two minutes. get Stand to your feet and then go, yep, I won that fight, and then get awarded the, the victory. So I, in my mind, <laughs> I'm going... Yawn won this fight, right? But looking back on it, if you believe Aljamain won round one, he clearly won round two and three. You can't argue that. If you believe he won round one, then yes, he did enough to win the belt. But damn it, I mean, it's, he won it in the most Aljamain Sterling fashion possible. He somehow comes out more hateable after that than he did even with the knee. Yeah, but you, you can't hate it though, because if you hate that, you hate every Russian grappler on the planet, dude. Because they I exercise the exact same type of thing. Yeah, that's just, I, I'm divided because because he used it against me, so it makes me rebel against it. And I also just I feel like even when the Russians do it, they're not 
dead and dying on the mat near collapse from getting the shit kicked out of them and then they still win like that yeah usually that's not how it goes my my favorite part of the entire event came in one sound bite and that was ray longo in between rounds I oh think it was yeah two and three yeah. looking over at yawn and say look at that motherfucker look at that yeah. motherfucker i was like god <laughs> Damn it, Ray Longo, you get me so jacked, dude. I'm all I'm all hyped. My nips are hard. I'm ready to go, dude. Like I could bust through a wall. I was straight up the Kool-Aid man, dude, when he said that. I was like, oh yeah, dude. Let's get it. Ray Longo. Yeah, it was I good. loved it. It was good. It was good. It was hype, man. Right? Ray, Lo- Ray Longo is good at lighting that fire in your chest for sure. It was yeah. good. It was good. Now, we look at this card up ahead, UFC Vegas 51. We're back in the Apex Center. Not the name value that we want, Dale, but no. it's a fire card, dude, if we look we look at these matchups. Like, there's going to be some battle. There's going to be some bloodshed. There's some money to be had here. Yeah, there definitely is, I think. I think we, we've got some good betting spots. Um, you know, it's not difficult to turn this ship around because the ship's going down to the bottom of the ocean. So as long as we can get... Right, you know, uh, relive buoyancy will be just fine here. Um, yeah. and we got plenty, we have plenty of year to turn around. I mean, we're only, we haven't even hit Easter yet. So, you know, Q1 is just wrapping, Q2, you know, uh, getting ready to get started here. So we're fine. Um, 70% still the goal. We will achieve that. No worries. And, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, buddy. That single step could be this Saturday. <laughs> we got, Vincente Luque taking on Bilal Muhammad. So, uh, first fight on the main card, what, we got a, a late last-second replacement, what, just a couple days' notice. Uh, was it Ang Lusa taking on Manir Lezez? Lezez at the minus 200, Lusa at the plus 170. No overrunner on rounds yet, because like I said, the, it, they just announced that. Um, yeah, so it's supposed to be easy Dos Santos versus Lezez, uh, but here we are, and... Yeah, I know you don't know a whole lot about Lusa, but I know you've seen Lizez fight before. There's a picture going around online where Lizez looks absolutely yoked. I think he's fighting. Really? Out of, yeah, I think he's fighting out of Extreme Couture, or he's he's training there currently, or whatever. And he looks he moved from just, Yeah, he looks he he looks massive, like th- first team all thick neck, Manier Lizez. Me likey, because that means that he's going to be a lot better in the clinch. He's an explosive fighter. I like kind of the Muay Thai style that he has, kickboxing a little bit from distance, but that explosion forward, dude. You have full camp. You have someone coming in. I'm actually surprised this line is that narrow given a four-day notice. Like, what is the logic there? I think Lusa just fought recently, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I You're breaking the news to me prior to us getting on here that the DeSantis fight pulls off. I'm not mistaken. Lusa just fought relatively recently. Yeah, um, he did. He fought literally two weeks ago. He had was a, it on PFL? It was on XMMA for Black oh, Magic right. against John yep. Howard. Uh, against John Howard. Do say Howard. That's right. It was the XMMA card. That was the one that was headlined by uh, Dodson and um, what's his face? Rivera. Yeah. The XMMA card. Yeah. I remember that because I had that pulled up. Um, shout out to people that do their events for free on YouTube, by the way. XMMA had that up, which was fantastic. And through their website, which was fun. Um, they had, dude, they had Gilbert Melendez and some other cat doing the commentary. That's cool. There were some was spots that, there were some spots <laughs> where it was rough. 
There were some <laughs> spots where, where it was rough. Anyway, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, you, you look at this here, and, you know, he fought two weeks ago. He's coming out of Stanford MMA, so he's coming through a good camp. Uh, John Howard, I can't speak to actually his his capabilities here, but. Come on, Doomsday's a beast, bro. That's a quality win. He looked good. I watched this fight. I watched Lisa versus Howard. He looked good. Well, can we can we take him at a plus 170 against a I'm freaking not... Yoke Lizzie's? Absolutely not, dude. No, no way. Not, absolutely not. Minus 200, we're putting it on the near. Okay, well, there we go. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> uh, I will say this though: people really like Lusa. I think I forget. I, I think he's coming out of Switzerland. I yeah. Think, I think like that's the flag is Switzerland. Yeah. And um, see, I have. I'm sitting outside. I have no other monitors, no, no notes here. So we're we're really going to test the uh, the noodle tonight. Fighting mm. out of Switzerland, Stanford. People are high on him, man, because he's got. Was he only has one loss on his record? Was he no. eight and one, seven and one? He's pull it up here. He is eight and two. Eight, eight and two. two. Yeah. Jonathan Thompson, he lost a split back at LFA. LFA. LFA guy. Oh man. Your LFA guys. All right. Yeah, we're on we're on Lizez. We're gonna give him one more chance here. What Lizez lost his last fight, did he not? I'm, I'm having, I got you clicking everywhere. I'm sorry. I Normally, this stuff I just have ready to rock and roll, but he did, yeah. and it was against oh Warley Alves. I remember that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was yeah. that was back a year ago. Um, fight Island. Alves came out right. and was like was throwing vicious body kicks. Like all of a sudden, like Alves mm-hmm. learned how to kick. He was like Khalil Roundtree when Khalil came back from Thailand. All of a sudden, yeah. like Alves came out and was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna kick the shit out of everybody now," and started kicking really hard and going because we were on Lizez. Because this what was his what's his nickname the sniper or something like that the sniper yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they were like the sniper over Warley <laughs> Alves um, and then Alves came out and made us look stupid so yeah shout out to uh, shout out to Warley Alves so hopefully Lozez doesn't make us look stupid two fights in a row well I think we were also on Lozez when he when he fought Abdul Razak Al Hassan remember that that happened as well in 2020 yeah so yeah but but that was the that was the thing where we were like against um, Al Hassan because of like the rape allegation. So we were like, nah, <laughs> auto fade, auto fade the rapist, alleged rapist. Right. Yeah. Which some would call talent, you know, because we, we omitted like the rape from the fight, but then we did take that into account. So, you know, there was some right. strategery. There was strategery. All right. Well, yeah, of course, always. You want to talk about right, what's the next fight? First team all body, dude. Pat Sabatini versus TJ Laramie here. Is that fight still on? I I think it's still on. I know you said you don't think it is. I thought it was still on. And I love me some Pat Sabatini. So if I have an opportunity to talk about Pat Sabatini, I'm going to talk about Pat Sabatini, dude. Do it, man. Freaking Philly kid, great jits, good hands, tough as shit. Minus 500 is a bit of a price on him. Um, TJ Laramie, you got to be worried about the wrestling. Uh, cardio, we'll have to see. You know, if, if TJ can use the, the wrestling and put a pace on Pat, Will Pat fade as the fight goes on? Um, I like under two and a half. If you're looking at if you're looking at Sabatini's finish rate, just let's just go ahead and ride that submission, you know, momentum here, and then maybe we'll get lucky where Sabatini put us up in a bad spot or exhaust himself going for submissions, and Laramie might get a little, you know, uh, G and P finish under two and a half and Pat Sabatini. I'm on board for both. 
I love that. And I love how my bookie has the KO sub prop there because one, I think Sabatini could easily pull a heel or he could get some serious ground and pound. This guy is not only like freakishly strong, uh, but he just has such great top control and pressure. So even if TJ's were, you know, worthy of exercising his wrestling, I think Pat Sabatini is going to like maul him and be able to like yeah. break out of any type of clinch hold or whatever it may be up against the cage and hold dominant position. If he's able to do that, not only could he grapple fuck this thing and just win by points, but he has a strong opportunity being in top position to land ground and pound, and get this thing done quickly. I think Philly, those people are bred differently dude like they are the fans are psycho they're like i don't dude i was about whoo cut water sometimes dude like some word Sneak up on you. dude yeah. you could say some really bad things about philly people and i could totally yeah. do that but i'm refusing yeah. to say that i will say they're strong people they believe in their fighters and the people that come from there are usually cut from steel pat sabatini is one of those people this is a guy that eats rocks probably crush rocks probably has brains of rocks, but he is smart as it comes into these fights. I'm taking Sabatini. I'm taking him by KO slash sub prop, dude. Yeah, I like that. Sabatini's not the dude to like snuff you with one punch, but his grappling is so good. He's like the he's like the type of dude to get you like in a crucifix and rain down elbows. Yes. And then, and then the ref's just like, I gotta stop this because you're never gonna get out of this. And right. even though even though he can't like knock you out of these elbows, you're just you can't you can't do anything about this. So um that yeah, KO sub prop. I love that. And then Sabatini. Let's do it. Perfect. All right. Probably the probably the sexiest fight on the entire card. Uh, guy or chick, dude. Myra oh, Buena Silva versus Yanan Wu. Or Wu Yanan, however you want to do it in Chinese, bro. Oh, gosh, bro. I really was not ready for you to name these two women after after that buildup. Um I know. I know. Okay. Well, you told me on saturday to shut up when it comes to women's mma right so yeah i'm gonna shut up go ahead and say what you need to say here woo yin on there are some fighters that are on the roster i honestly think they're there for like placeholders <laughs> there is no way that she is a legit ufc fighter there's just no, no way like not. i would literally call my wife and be like hey like times are tough like you know, I got. I'm friends with Dana. I'm gonna put you in this fight. Don't worry, you could beat the shit out of her. Like style, technique is probably the exact same. You're just gonna run, you know, and wave yeah. your hands. You might win. You might win. You probably yeah. will win. Just windmill, just windmill punch, <laughs> and spin in circles and kick if you get taken down, and you'll be fine. That's all you need. Yeah, For Myra sure. Brain and Silva should murder her here. You're absolutely right. Murder, dude, because she's she's. I mean, she's not the most technically sound chick on it either, but she's overtly no. aggressive. She yeah. usually comes in with zero game plan, and she just throws yeah. the kitchen sink. But she's not scared, dude. She will throw. Wu Yanan, she fights scared. She has no technique. She's just like this little mouse in the corner, just like <laughs> fuck, dude. Like I gotta make it fifteen minutes to at least get my show money. You know, she's gonna lose so bad that Dana's not even going to pay the show money on this. Silva inside the distance, you know, minus 450 or minus 455, juice that up. Silva inside the distance. And that is we're talking women's MMA. That's that's an anomaly that never happens, but Silva will win this inside the distance. You know, it makes me nervous about Silva. And the only thing that makes me nervous about her is she's got like that weird, like olive green skin that makes me think she's like missing some sort of vital nutrient in her diet and right. she's just not she's not getting it but she always like right. deep black circles under her eyes and her skin is like a, a, a shade of forest green and it's like 
Are you getting all like you have scurvy? Are you getting all your nutrients? What's going on there? Very, very concerning sometimes. It's weird when you said that. I just kind of had a flashback. I was reading something about um, Mark Wahlberg, um, yoke yoke little midget within himself. You know what I mean? Um, but he put, is putting on like a stupid amount of weight for some upcoming role. And he was talking about, you know, he has a crazy schedule, which is so funny because he has kids and I, you know, he, he lays out his plan, like the rock status. Oh, I wake up at three 30 and I do my first workout. And then I, then I do a mental break and then I take a rest. Then I hang out with kids for this time. And I do this to make it look like he's a family man, but he gets to work out like two times. He's got like seven different eating breaks. Like I get it. I get it. You're a full on actor, but I'm bringing this up because to put on weight, which he's putting on a stupid amount of weight, he's drinking glasses of olive oil glasses who is the, who is this mark Wahlberg. ah uh, you know what i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say it right now i'm over mark Wahlberg. i i'm i'm the market got saturated with marky mark the last few years i'm over it man i, I there was a time yeah there was a time where like the new mark Wahlberg movie would come out and i'm like oh shit mark Wahlberg's in this one it's gonna be good but now I'm just like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Like there was a stretch there. Dude, there was a stretch where it was like there were like five Mark Wahlberg movies out at one time, like within like consecutive months of each other. No, but like you always give me shit for not watching movies. And here you are getting excited about Mark Wahlberg movies, dude. That's like that's like saying, oh, dude, like, I cannot, I cannot, I, I cannot wait for the next Channing Tatum movie. Like I cannot wait. I cannot wait. What? There was a time. Hold on a second. There, there was a time, dude. So you got to think. There, Mark Wahlberg put out like within a within a span of a couple years. He put out Four Brothers. He put out Lone Survivor, and he put out um, uh, the movie, the Mickey Ward movie. Like within three years, he put those movies out. I'm like, dude, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, let's get it going. And then it was like. From the like, he put out like Ted two and seventeen other movies in the last like four years. He did that bullshit movie with Ronda Rousey. He did a bunch of like straight to Netflix things, and now he's like one where he's like pretending to be a pastor. And it's always like, dude, I'm just I'm over. I'm Marky marked out, man. Market is saturated from Mark. He's like he's like the modern day Adam Sandler. Would you say? No, because I can't get enough Sandler. Um, Although Sandler did have a run there for a while, like between Jack and J- Jack and Jill and um, that weird Western that he did were, that were no good. Um, the chat says Mark or Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, 100%. Hmm. Yeah, well, same. 100%. That was a good question, though, because it's the same caliber. Like, not good. Bullshit. Bullshit. You don't even, like, name a good actor. Who do you think is a better actor than Shia? Oh, than Shia? Um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. You're out of your mind. 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 <laughs> Definitely better looking. Well, I, that's not what we're here for. We're here for <laughs> Is it not ability. though? Is it not? <laughs> no, it's not. We're here for acting ability, damn it. We're here I for acting know. ability. I can't tell the difference. All right. All right. This is a, this is a pro shy show. Then I won't I won't tolerate this. Go ahead. All right. All right. Next fight. Miguel Baez, Andre Filaho. Filaho, dude. Filo. Is this the co-mate? This can't be the co-mate. <laughs> no, it's not the co-mate. Wait, we have a six-fight main card? Yeah, dude. Nice. I like that. All right, dude. Baeza, Carmel Thunder, minus 170. Getting him at a good price. 
plus 145 over and on around and one and a half. Dude, you're getting them off the loss to Matt Brown. Um, time to recoup. My only thing with Baeza is his fight IQ is non-existent. Non-existent. And Philo looked good short notice in his last fight against, who was that, Preser- um, not Preseris, um, Michelle Pereira, right? Is that mm-hmm. who he fought short notice? Yep. Correct. Philo looked good. Yeah, looked good last time out against a big, long, dangerous, athletic Michelle Pereira. Although I think Michelle, Michelle was fucking around a bit too much for my liking there. Um, Baeza, more composed. If he does what he needs, again, it's what, what's a fighter most likely to do versus what is he going to do. Right. Um, chances are Miguel Baeza goes out there and fights like a moron and gets fucked up on the feet by Andre Filo. Right. Um, yeah. Plus 145 dog that'll fight for your money. Andre's probably the play here. Uh, Baeza by sub is an interesting prop. See, dude, this is, this is where I, I, I like your thought there. And I was there a couple hours ago, but I'm like, dude, strength of schedule here. Now, I mean, look at my Miguel Baeza. Dude, he lost to Chaos Williams, but that was in the, the Chaos Williams stage where the dude was a freaking truck, dude, just like laying people out. And then before that was Santiago Ponsonibio, who's a freaking fantastic fighter within himself. Before that, Takashi Sato. So we have a guy that's very technical standing. He's fought a really, really good resume. Like the, the the problem is it's exactly what you said with Baeza. He's someone that leaves himself open. He's someone that can absolutely take punishment. He's got a good sound like ground foundation. So I like the sub prop there, but I just can't fade the UFC caliber that he's that he's met. Um, he sat those people down. Like he sat Chaos Williams down. He sat Santiago Ponsonibio down. Like he has power in those fists. He has a sub game. He has a good solid foundation. The biggest worry is, um, again, him getting clipped um, in encounters, which he is very prone to do. Right. So. Again, that's talking about what's most likely to happen. What's more likely to happen is him do the thing that he's never that he has, doesn't do that often, or do the thing that he always does, which is get into a dog fight. If he gets into a dog fight with Philo, he's going to lose. He's going to lose. What is Baeza in his last four? One and three. Right, but the only time he's ever been truly knocked out or sat down was with Chaos Williams. Before that, Santiago Ponsonibio was a decision loss. And then after that, dude, the kid, the guy's a killer. Arm triangles, he's got leg locks, he's got, you know, ground and pound wins. He's He hasn't lost since the Ponsonibio thing since 2000, I think, 10 or 9 or something like that. So do we really think that Andre is no, going to possess no, the no, same no, amount no, of power? No, no, no. no. That's like, he just really? lost to Matt Brown like six months ago. Who? Miguel Baeza. No, he did not, dude. He, he His last loss, loss was Chaos Williams. Miguel he Baeza. Matt, he beat Matt Brown in 2020. Where have I been? Did I fall into a vortex? I, I guess, dude. You've had okay. way, way too many high noons. It's hot out there. Okay. You're off he, game, beat, he beat Matt Brown. He beat Matt Brown in 2020. And then after he beat Matt Brown, he fought Takashi Sato and beat Takashi Sato. Now he's on a two-fight lose skid against Santiago Santiago Ponsonibio and Chaos Williams. Okay. He had a canceled bout against Diego Lima, and now we're here against Andre. Man, I missed two years there. Okay. All right. Sato's not a UFC-level talent, and my memory is not UFC-level today. So, anyway. Ponsonibio is. Pontinibio is, yes. Although he has looked worse after coming back from blood injury. So, 
I think I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to ride with you for a second. I'm going to take oh. Andre. And the only reason I'm taking Andre is Miguel Baez is open to getting clipped. Andre just moved to Sanford MMA. He's been off oh, for a no. while. So he's had, what do you mean? Oh no, that's a good thing, dude. He was with no. some bullshit camp before that. I hate Sanford. They're really good at making good fighters, bad fighters. What? What? They make good fighters, bad fighters. They, dude, Sanford will take a wrestler and convince them or convince them they're a kickboxer. Like Henry oh. Hooft only knows how to coach one way. And it's, you will kickbox here. And if you cannot get box, then you will not be successful here. Hmm. You won't. Hmm. You won't. Look, look, look. Who, who, who's one of the big? Who's who's the biggest name coming out of Sanford right now? Robbie Lawler. No, 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 no. Isn't Chandler was... out of there? Isn't Chandler out of there? You got you got Rory McDonald. You've got. Isn't uh... Chandler out of there? I don't know if Chandler's out of there. Chandler's out of there. Spoiler alert. Michael Johnson. Dude, Michael Johnson's out of there. a stud. Michael Johnson's a stud, but Michael Johnson has a wrestling background. They turn him into a striker. <laughs> Derek Brunson. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Derek Johnson. Derek Brunson just lost Brunson just lost the last fight. Anthony Johnson's never gonna fight again. Whatever, dude. Greg Jones is a fantastic wrestling coach, and you can't tell me shit. All right, man. That's fine. Michael Chandler's out of there, and he's one of the most highly credentialed wrestlers that ever competed inside any cage ever. In his last fights, all he's decided to do is, is he wanted to throw hands, thanks to Henry Hoof. So, um, you know what Andre Andre looks like? Who's that? He looks like. Um, did you ever see the second Creed? Did you ever see the second one? You know what? I haven't. It's the one. One movie in the Rocky universe I have not seen. You didn't see that where he fights Dolph Lundgren's son. I have not seen it. I, I kid you not. It's the only movie That's in insane. like. It's actually here's a better one. It, it with the exception of Prison, uh, what is it? Not Prison Break. Um, That's a great whatever, great show. Great show, yeah. Um, Sylvester Stallone did some movie Escape from Prison, Prison Escape, or something like that. Uh, mm. He did a second one. I haven't seen that Stallone movie, and I have not seen, um, I have not seen Creed two. Those are the only two Sylvester Stallone movies I've never seen. That's insane. Well, Andre looks like Dolph Lundgren's son, so that's scary. I'll ride with oh, you wow. on him. Plus one forty five. That's weird. A guy, a guy named Andre Filo looks like a. Uh, a Russian. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Co-main event in the evening, dude. I, no, I don't know no. why. No, that can't be is. right. No, it is, dude. No, it's not. That's right. It's not correct. Take a different fight. That's not it. Chow Barello versus Gudzi. There's no there's no way that's the co-main event of the evening. It's there's actually no gonna way. be a fire fight. Yes, it is, dude. They would put Manel Cap. And what's his face before they put that? There's no way. No, bro, that's that can't it. be right. And you, oh. it's not. You, you've got. We've got to get confirmation. That can't be it. That can't be it. Kadeshi or Magazev versus Chow Barello is not the co-main event of the evening. It has to be, dude. I will wait while you, you confirm that this, this this is not it. There's just no way. All right, dude. I'm I'm doing it. 
it's kind of hard to do this when you're seeing seven different letters on your keyboard because <laughs> the cut water's hitting hard. <laughs> cut water's <laughs> well, if you if you actually ate anything throughout the day, one margarita wouldn't do you in. I'm intermittent fasting for the entire day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Count count my macros, bro. What is a macro, dude? I have no idea. People say it, and it just sounds like a pissy thing. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let me take it. Let me take a gander here at Kyo, the freaking natural dude. Let me check. Let me check. <laughs> it can't be. Producer Jake just says in the private chat that it is the co-main event. That there is you the, go. Whatever, man. I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I don't know either one of these guys. What, dude? Know, this is I gonna know. be a fire fight. Sure. This is fire, dude, dude. This is hot. Tell me all about it. Then this is your play. I have no. I have no play here. This is a no play for me. I know not. Okay. I okay. Hold that. on. First. First off, dude. Clearly. You don't watch Dana White Contender Series. Not a chance. Every I fade every contender. Nope. I fade them all. I, I I turn it on, see what Laura Sanko's wearing, turn it off. <laughs> same, same. Right. This one happened. To, I was waiting for her to come on. But here's the deal, dude. This is two Dana White Contender Series debuts. This is facing awful. each other. And they're putting on it on a Cobain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's because these people are freaking gnarly, dude. Actually, Kyle, Kyle was on Dana White in Center Series twice. He came on the first time and he looked okay. And then Dana's like, nah, dude, this isn't. It was one of those days where it's like, you don't know what type of Dana you're going to get. Like, are you going to get a Dana contract? He's just like, oh, happiest guy on the planet. And Divi's out of contract, maybe. Or you're going to get someone that's actually going to be like, shit, this dude needs to KO someone, get the contract. First time Kyle goes on, gives a lackluster performance, gets the win, but eh, not that great. Gets invited back to Dana White Contender Series, comes in, knocks the dude out, gets a contract. Godzi comes in, looks fantastic, lays the dude out, Dana White Contender Series contract. Now we've got them two fighting here. When you look at Kyle, accuracy. He's pinpoint. He's got a wide base, almost like karate style. Will pinpoint from like distance, but he has power, dude. He's got some pop. He's got your South Carolina boy. What's his fucking name? Uh, Wonder Boy. He's got that Wonder Boy type pinpoint precision, dude. This could be the the version two of Wonder Boy. This could dude, be it. It could be it. This, this is, you're selling the shit out of this fight. Go ahead, keep going. Dude, Wonder Boy he, two point rounds. If he lands, people sit down, and then he has this kind of like neon belly, like ground and pound style, where it's just like he looks like DK from Mario Kart, and he just bop, 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 and then puts people out. Bro. It's a fantastic style. Godzilla, on the other hand, dude, green check mark wrestling this guy has wrestling dude he's kind of that russian grappler that we always love to play but he's one of those guys kind of like what we're going to get in here with the main event here it's boring as fuck style it's long it's points and it's decisions so i think what you have to look here is do you want to go with someone who's going to control the fight or do you want to see someone that's maybe going to get it done with devastating fashion i'm going to go with the russian grappler here i think that godzi is someone that has good ground upon he has the opportunity to put someone out but he's just that control dude it's it's not what i want to watch it's gonna be very boring but it's gonna get the job done and it's gonna put some money in my pocket at minus 135 where's godzi from what country is he from uh he's from he's from russia dude yeah yeah he says russia my my tishi russia gotcha he's got two z's in his name so it's hard to fade a guy with two z's I'm cool. He's born you, you in say, 93. He's a baby. You say he's, he's Russian. He's a wrestler. He's got two Z's in his name. I'm in. Kind of has a neck beard, but he wears it a little bit higher than what we're usually comfortable with. Nice. Nice. Mustache yeah. or no? 
Uh, yes, but he's got the kind of line in the middle, like kind of, uh, you know, what do you call those things? The reverse killer. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I guess I didn't, I didn't know that was what it was called. Where where the, where the the one square is missing. And then, yeah. 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 It's the reverse reverse Adolf. I got you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And his his body hair composition is also really interesting because his happy trail is a bush within itself, but then he has nothing really on his chest. So, bro. I know. You're That's you're a, a hairy guy. You're a hairy guy. Do you wear belts? Are you a belt guy too? Well, I mean, if yeah, of course I'm wearing belts. Okay, I mean, I wear a belt with most pants, whether I need to or not. It's just like I, it's the thing I do. I just don't like the way pants look without a belt. I just wear a belt. Well, what's what? What does that have to do with anything? Well, because I've I've I have a fuzzy belly, and sometimes like my <laughs> my 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 hair on my belly gets stuck. Like it it'll snag occasionally on the belt. I just yeah, like I just want to know if you had. You're bushier than I am. I didn't know if you had that problem. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I've thought about it a couple times, like you know, getting rid, <laughs> getting rid of the fuzz. I actually one time in college, I took a bunch of nair. Oh, um, that dude will set you on fire. Well, I did, and I left it on for too long, and I legitimately thought, and I had, I was in college, and I ran to my RA like a little bitch, and I said, "Hey, wow. I think I burnt my nipple off. I lay, I, I left the nair on for my belly for too long, and my nipple yeah. is about to come off." Yeah, you look like you just said, "Well, yeah." You knew all your RAs names, didn't you? Like you were like friends. Like that was like your thing, right? Yeah, because I'm smart, dude. Because if they came in, it was like, "Hey, Chad, bro, I know there's beer here, but like, I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, Chad? Chad, Chad, Colton, listen, Gage. (laughs) So what do we what do we got going on here? What are we doing here? Yeah, TJ. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, he's wearing his white Oakleys, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, did you wait? The Puka shell ne- necklaces weren't in when you were there, right? That's not your thing. That was before your. Time. I wore conch shell necklaces, actually. Conch shell. <laughs> Damn, dude, conch shells are big, bro. It's like Lord of the Flies. What? Are conch, conch shells big? It it uh, conveyed dominance. Okay, was it just one giant shell? How did that work? <laughs> Yeah, kind of like Flavor Flav, but it was just a conch shell. <laughs> just a shell, shell. Did you put it up your mouth? Like, did you blow into it? Every time I walked into a room. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Uh, All right. Is there is there a main event? Am I going to There know is a main, main event. event? Oh, okay. Vicente cool. Luque, Bilal Muhammad, uh, your favorite fighter of all time. The rematch. Yeah. It, it's, I, dude, I'm, I'm, I didn't, I'm not going to take credit for this. Somebody else said it. Um, I saw it on Twitter today. Uh, somebody said it was like Vincente Luque is one of the most exciting fighters on the roster. You can't put him in the boring fight in a boring fight. And then the UFC said, hold my beer and booked him against Bilal Muhammad, which, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was great. Uh, I can't great. remember who said it. If, if it was you, I, I saw it. Know. It was strictly. I thought it was strictly. Was it strictly? Yeah. who said it. Yeah. Somebody said it and I'll give credit, you know, that it wasn't me that said it. I'm like Luke Thomas. who's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah uh real quick because we didn't get a chance to mention it last time before i break this down uh luke thomas and uh the cuck brian campbell talked about it on their show again and they referred yeah. to us as that other podcast that we steal from um and then they tried to downplay what they stole from us by saying it was just just the word the that's it he literally tried to make a thing about it like they stole one word not that they stole 
you know, two jokes worth of material. Um, and, but then they kept referring, they laughed about it. They're like, oh, yeah, that other podcast that we love to steal from. Uh, I hope we steal more stuff from them. Don't be mad just because you got caught. Don't be mad because somebody that listens to your show also listens to our show and felt the need to connect those dots and let us know. If you weren't so sloppy, sloppy in your material, sloppy in your preparation, sloppy in your execution, sloppy in your life, um, you wouldn't have this. You wouldn't have this problem. And realistically, two guys that jerk each other off as much as those two do about how great they, they perceive themselves to be, you should be more upset that you got caught just pulling some Bush League nonsense. So um, I'll say this, and then we won't say anything else about it again. Luke Thomas or Brian Campbell, whenever you want the smoke, you can get the smoke. If you want to go MMA for MMA, boxing for boxing, or if you want to put gloves on, if you want to do whatever it is that your heart desires, I don't care if you want to go heads up on Wordle. There's nothing in your life that you can do that I won't be better than you at. So formal challenge, informal challenge, whatever, whatever you want smoke in, you can get smoke in. You guys are clowns. You suck. And whenever you want it, you can get it. And that's that. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I will. I will defer to you for the boxing. I, uh, I will pull guard, Dale. I will pull guard. Hundred percent, dude. Listen, if they want to wrestle, it's you that's going, not me. I'm picking fights for both of us. Yeah, I, I literally, I, I think about this all the time, and I think I, I've told my wife this a couple times. She's like, you know, if if someone was like treating me unfairly at the bar and like wanted to fight, like what would you do, Trey? I would pray to God that I went surfing and I had sand in my pocket. I would throw sand in their eye, a little pocket sand, and yeah. then I would shoot for a double. Because if someone's going to throw hands with me, I will get fucked up, Dale. I will die. I, I don't think that's the case. I've seen your hands. You're a knuckly little fucker. Like, you got big old <laughs> knuckles. You got big hairy knuckles. I think if you started swinging those hammers around, you'd be surprised uh, what you could do. I think you'd be yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Don't sell the hairy sure. knuckles. That's a, that's a dad thing. That's a real thing. Oh, 100%. I had kids and all of a sudden I couldn't hear. And I was like, why did I have I gone deaf? And it was because my ears filled with air the moment I had a kid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I shave my ears more than my face, which is, I mean, I have a beard, so that doesn't happen. Dude, I shave my ears regularly, like twice a week I'm shaving my ears. It's unbelievable. Oh. It's unbelievable. It's, it's like a little forest in there. It is. It really is. There's no bugs getting in my ears, bro. They can't. There's oh, the woodland fairies, dude. Nice. Yeah. 100%. All right. Vincente Luque minus 171. Uh, Bilal Muhammad plus 146. Over and around four and a half. Momentum would lead us to believe that Bilal going to get this done, right? Oh, man. But, oh, man. But this is a rematch, and I love Vincente Luque. And there's not a whole lot of guys on the roster I would bet against. Um, like, like to, to beat him, and this is one of those spots. I'm going to go with Luke a again here, knowing yeah. full well that Bilal could, in fact, wrestle Baldwin here, as he has done with other people before. I hate that they keep giving Bilal, Bilal Muhammad apex matchups because it's a smaller cage, and it plays into his bullshit style, um, right. which isn't bullshit. Listen, I say it's bullshit, but if it was a Russian guy doing it, I wouldn't care. I, I just... Something about Bilal is unlikable to me, and I'm not sure what it is. And I, I just – I want Luke to win this fight. There's a bias attached to this pick. I, I will admit that. I like Luke more than I like Bilal. 
Um, I think it's because Bilal blocked me on Instagram back when I had my own Instagram before. Um, he, we, we got into an uh, exchange of words and he blocked me, which we block people all the time. So in my immaturity, I was very upset by that. But now I understand the the relief that comes from blocking people. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't hold that against him. I just kind of hold the Leon Edwards crying about the eye poke. I deserve an immediate rematch thing. That's I think that's what I hold against him. This is such a tough one, dude, because we yeah. talk about guys that have a specific style, um, but they always ditch their game plan. That's not Bilal, dude. He's so yeah. fight IQ smart. He knows what he's good at, the wrestling style. He will go out there, and that's exactly what you're going to get. You order it, you're going to get it, dude. Yeah. Vicente Luque is I – would, I would call him the polar opposite of that because he is well-rounded. Ooh. He is well-rounded, but he is someone that whatever style is brought upon him – Whatever yeah. it is dictated, he conforms to. And that's yeah. the problem. And not only does he conform, he fucking triples down. He's like, bitch, let's go. I bite down on my mouth guard and I just go. And he puts yeah. himself in precarious situations. He puts himself in issues that are like, hey, you know, this is not, not my wheelhouse, but I am going to come out victorious. And he normally does. Great example, dude. When we want to talk about wrestling. When he fought Michael Chiesa, what Michael Chiesa, big for the division, great wrestling style. Dude, yeah. he made Michael Chiesa look like, dude, I, I don't want to be here anymore. And not only did he do that, he chiesa yeah. He, he chiesa him. He put him in a fucking Darce choke and put him out in the first yeah. round. Yeah. Like yeah. we're talking about a guy that's three times the size of Bilal, who has the yeah. wrestling chops to at least be in the same pedigree as Bilal. Yeah. I think the the striking. The bite down in your mouthpiece, the jujitsu he has, the you know the uh, the explosion he has, the strength he has. Vicente is a, is is a solid pick here, but man, is it hard to fade someone who's smart and also like has a, a one dimension that he's super fucking good at. Yeah, I think it's so funny. I think that's dude. That's a great observation that Luke is like, oh, you're gonna kickbox me? Cool, cool. Let's kickbox. Oh, you want to jits totally. me? Let's let's do some jits. Oh, you want to wrestle? Right. Let's wrestle. I think it's, dude, that's a great point. He will just like go, oh, I'm just going to fight you the way you want to fight me. That's that's really good. Um, and then will he be able to out-wrestle Bilal? Because clearly that's what Bilal is going to want to do. Um, I'm still going to go with Luke. I think, dude, your point is is poignant and it's on. It's on. It's very, dude, I didn't even think about it. Uh, I'm, I'm blushing for you. That's a fucking great point. Uh, I'm still going Luke. <laughs> I'm still going Luke. It's so good. That's a great point. I still go, I'm still going with him. What what are your thoughts about, you know, they have it set at four and a half, dude. Well, yeah, because they're anticipating Bilal to wrestle fucking for twenty five <laughs> minutes. They're they're hedging the opportunity for Bilal by by just wrestle death. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. Yeah. I don't know. I that's not <laughs> I'll take Luke A. And I'm not I think interested. I'm gonna really wait. I'm not really interested in prop play here. I think we need to wait though, because I think that it's going to get even closer. More money's going to come on on Bilal. So I'm going to wait the last minute to drop some cash on Luke. I like it. Let's see if we get the line better. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I like it. All right, dude. Uh, I know you didn't do prelims last week, or you kind of breeze through, you know, uh, here and there. And um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do the main card this week, and then we'll release prelim p- plays and breakdowns on Instagram. Uh, this week at Punchless 7 Mesa. Follow us on there. 
it's not the normal going forward, but that's what we're going to do this week because I'm on vacation. Um, I got a house full of people I, I'm going to get back into. Uh, but it's I can't miss two weeks in a row. It's just not not in my wheelhouse. I was bummed uh, missing last week, so I appreciate you holding down with Max. That that was uh, that you stepped on you stepped up on short notice, and I appreciate it. Hey, it's pretty easy to sit back and get high with Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Max. <laughs> Max had his own agenda for sure, and I love him for it. Uh, He's a legend. Absolutely, that guy. That guy's a king. Um, so yeah, modified show uh, this week. Back, back, normal next week. Uh, I'll be back at the house, you know, in studio, if you will, and we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, look for the prelim plays. On Instagram this week, and yeah, fights on Saturday night. I'll be back for those, so we'll be able to rock and roll on IG with everybody as normal. Um, appreciate everybody that continues to stick around, stick with us, support us, do everything you possibly can. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Be good to each other. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Have a solid bang bang. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.